The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> what up, fuckers? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And welcome. Um, in the news this week... Uh, my friend who will stay unnamed because he's worried about fat shaming, uh, will, uh, sent me this great article from racked. Uh, and you guys know, we talk a lot about body positivity on here, but like I especially talk about how I think a lot of it is bullshit and not, not that you should feel bad about your body, but just like this kind of, uh, manufactured version of body positivity, the same that goes along with like the manufactured version of feminism, which is like wearing a hashtag feminism t-shirt from forever 21 i kind of feel the same way about body positivity i have a joke where i call it propaganda and finally someone is on my side Ooh. uh they wrote an op-ed for uh this woman named amanda mull uh for racked and it's amazing because it talks about how place you know things like the dove campaign for real beauty which i know you've made fun of christina oh it's hell yeah fucking ridiculous look at these women they got out of bed <laughs> and they're monsters isn't that amazing yeah but really the kind of like i highly recommend uh reading the article i'll put the link in the description of the podcast and i'll put it on my social media uh but the thing about it is that it just ident- it identified a problem, but did not uh, offer any solutions. So it said, hey, the, 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 there's a problem in that the beauty industry makes us feel bad. But the beauty industry, number one, didn't take any credit for making women feel bad to begin with. They just patted themselves not. on the back for being like, hey, we put some people who aren't a size two in some underwear on the screen. The article also points out that a lot of these uh, brands... Uh, have put plus size models uh, out there, but then actually didn't make any clothing that goes up to the size <gasps> that someone really? of, that a model of that size would actually need to wear. Those cunts. So they just were like, "Hey, we made a special uh, pair of underwear for this lady, but we actually are not selling it because there is still, you know, kind of this like stigma or like sense of like if you're thinner, you're better, which definitely exists in fashion. Of course, it, oh, it yeah. exists in real life too, but like even more so in fashion. Like the thinner you are, the better you are so basically the article is talking about yes it, it it identifies a problem but offers no solution uh and then it still makes women uh carry the shame so instead of carrying the shame for being whatever body type we now feel shame for feeling shame about <laughs> our bodies in the first place and then we just all jump off a cliff yeah and it, it's, it's just really good it goes into a lot of depth depth uh, about this topic but i just the whole time i was like nodding my head and i was like this is it's just very nice to be vindicated um you know yeah. Always, I always. do love being right uh, and uh, because it was just bothering me and so many people have like fallen for it and like yeah, it points out that like yes it has made some people feel good and it is nice to see well I think represent- different body t- yeah, types I think the, wh- where they're missing the point is I think representation is the important part I think every person should be represented but when your sure. your representation is the dove real women fucking campaign yeah where they just 
they make these I, I feel like I'm at a zoo and I'm just watching like <laughs> look at these fat ladies we put on TV yeah it just feels so shitty it's so transparent Ugh. and it's just and it also is like she hit the nail on the head when she said now I, I'm supposed to feel bad that I felt bad about my body to begin with and that you can't like want to be better want to be more in shape uh, it's just dumb like you can feel however you want about your body that's kind of the point yep mm. Everyone should read The Four Agreements. I'm just saying. I bought the audiobook and I've been listening to it on repeat. And it really is. What's that about? The Four Agreements is about just how to live your life not based off of uh, everybody else's expectations of you and everybody else's opinions. So oh, like, I don't need to read that. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> you don't need to read it. I was like, oh, that sounds like exactly what I do. Perfect. Well, it's funny because a lot of the advice in that book is stuff that we already give. But The Four Agreements are like, be impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. Don't make assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, always do your best. Which sure. because not doing your best job, why that's bad is because you're opening yourself up for criticism. And when you're beating yourself up in your head, just nothing good is going to get done. And then it talked about forgiving people um, for yourself, not for them. And I'm very stubborn with that because I'm like, I'm not going to forgive so and so because they did me wrong. But it's like you're not you're not giving in and validating what that person did. You're just like being more peaceful. Yeah, no, I've worked a lot on that one this year because I do love to hold a grudge. So well, I I <clears throat> I surprisingly also do mm-hmm. and uh it's not i mean it's not surprising if, if you people know you <laughs> that's true yeah i'll get real mad at you bitch uh hey daily harvest speaking of dove campaign for beauty uh eat a smoothie bitch daily harvest <laughs> makes healthy eating easy with delicious plant-based foods that are ready in as little as 30 seconds so you can do more of what you actually want to do this summer like go to the beach and tan Daily Harvest delivers perfectly portioned frozen cups, organic fruit, vegetables directly to your door. You just add water or your favorite milk. I use coconut milk. Blend, heat, or soak. Mmm, soak. It's that easy. Go to daily-harvest.com and our promo code GWF. You get three cups for free in your first box. That's promo code GWF for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Again, that's daily-harvest.com. Don't fucking tweet us. Uh, today's show is also sponsored by Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life. No. Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as just sending a message to your therapist. No commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Uh, to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com GWF. Use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show again that's gwf and talkspace.com slash gwf obviously it's a good time if you're not feeling great to sit down therapy there's been a lot of suicides lately i mean if you're suicidal this is not you don't go to well there's hotlines for that there's hotlines for that that. text or call emergency hotlines or but i mean i think it's just having a you know there's been a lot of conversation about mental health care and how it's kind of like stupid to just put a number for a hotline because if you're truly feeling suicidal you're not going to have like the wherewithal uh and the and the peace of mind to be like I'm gonna dial this number now and I get that that's very I, true when my yeah. mom was about to kill herself she called me but uh you know I don't think she would have had the wherewithal to be like yeah. excuse me I would like to speak to a professional exactly real quick. you're not gonna get on you're not gonna get on the text line so I think it's just about like uh kind of taking uh mental health care seriously like checking up on it before it is too late before you're in those in that in that dire place uh and so this is a nice way to do some maintenance about that so again it's uh code gwf and it's talkspace.com slash gwf 
Come see us live. Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're here right now. We have two shows tonight and two shows tomorrow at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. Uh, it's in the Mall of America. We're going to be on those roller coasters We're again. We're going to be. Well, there's a lot of other stuff to do there as oh, well. Oh, really? But yeah, I looked up. I, you know. Oh, well, yes. we'll talk about it later, yes. but yes. So um, and then Friday, June 29th at 1130 p.m. New York City. It's Nacho Bitches. This is the second to last Nacho Bitches ever. Yes, <gasps> surprise. I'm ending Nacho Bitches. Uh, Blair and I, we have had a nice run, but we live on different coasts now. So if you want to see Nacho Bitches, if, you, if you've been saying I'm going to come to Nacho Bitches, you literally have two opportunities left. One of them is Friday, June 29th, 1130 p.m. Tickets are $12 with code Nacho. And uh, Justin Perez. And or and or Rosebud Baker will be there with me. Glamour Puss, New York City. The very next day after you had your nachos and your bitches, have your Glamour Puss. Uh, Saturday, June thirtieth. If that ad doesn't convince you to come, I'm I'm done. I'm hanging up my rope. Uh, Seven thirty p.m. at Zinc Bar. Tickets are fifteen dollars. Wendy Starling and I co-host it. And at the top of the show, we come out as characters and we wear rigs and uh, one of our pussies are hanging out. Uh, and Seattle, Washington, Corinne and I are bringing the Bridget Bishop tour to you July 12th through the 14th at Parlor Live. Irvine, California, we're coming at you July 19th through the 22nd at Irvine Improv. Go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours. With an S. And Irvine, heads up. We have no LA date scheduled. We are not scheduling it. Irvine's 48 minutes from LA. Just do it. That's your LA show. Get in a car. We know you have cars on the West Coast. It's not like the East Coast. You have a car. You got to get in that car. If if Corinne and I could Uber to Antelope Islands, you could Uber to Irvine. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) It makes everything possible. Or Lyft. Uh, Hubble Contacts. Guys, thanks so much for promoting Hubble Contacts. Do you overwear your contact lenses to save money? Yes. Are you a broke ass bitch? Yeah. Uh, What if we told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for less? 60 contacts for $30. Do the math. That's a dollar a day. I'd say shut the fuck up. (laughs) This is half the price of other brands. So go to HubbleContacts.com. That's H-U-B-B-L-E.com and get your first two weeks free. They're just giving away shit. I did this. It was just free shit. They're shitting out contacts. Contacts are expensive because four companies control 97% of the market until now. Hubble sells directly to you so they can get get uh, convenient and affordable prices to you. Again, it's HubbleContacts.com to get your first two weeks of lenses free. You can't beat the deal. HubbleContacts.com, 2020 vision, half the price. We have two more ads, you guys. You can do this. Stitch Fix. Get your fix. Oh, I just made up that tagline. You're welcome, Stitch Fix. Regardless of your style, it could be easy to fall in a rut. Ain't that the damn truth? Then when the temperature rises in your body and your vagina, you have to change your whole fashion strategy. You didn't know you had a strategy? Well, you do, bitch. Stitch Fix can make getting dressed for summer easy and fun when you need to get through wedding season or survive the heat and still be at office appropriate. Whatever that means. Uh, I'm always office appropriate. Titties hanging out. Just tell Stitch Fix your sizes, some info about your lifestyle, your preferred budget, and one of their stylists will send you clothes, shoes, and accessories. Pick Jess for you. Each Stitch Fix box contains five items. You try them on at home. You leave the tags on. And if you want them, you keep them. Uh, you only pay for the items you keep. And Stitch Fix covers shipping on returns and exchanges. Uh, yeah, I just had Lauren drop off my Stitch, Stitch Fix pants that I didn't no longer, uh, I didn't want and at the post office. And it was very easy, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yep, she said yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no subscription required. You could get your monthly fix quarterly, uh, monthly, whenever you want. Not every day, because if that's the case, you have a problem. Uh, Stitch Fix sent me a box, and I love when it comes because it feels like Christmas, and because no one really sends me letters any, you know, anymore or ever. So I really like getting these boxes. And there was a fucking necklace that th- this chick put in the box, and I was like, oh, this is tacky. And I put it on, and I was like, God damn it really like this necklace and I kept it and it's really good they they put stuff in my box that I would never try on and then I tried on I'm like god damn it yeah so get your first fix now at stitchfix.com slash gwf and you can get 25% off when you keep all five items in your box that's stitchfix.com slash gwf to get started with stitch fix to get today again stitchfix.com slash gwf and if you don't have enough boxes coming into your door already. Oh, shit, it's the best one. Heads up, the FabFitFun Summer Box is here. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box for women. I mean, it could be for men. If it doesn't, I don't know. I've seen men dressed more, you know, traditionally women than me. Uh, to <laughs> discover new products for a life well-lived, FabFitFun delivers a box of full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, and wellness products. No samples of everything. I got to stop right now and say, again, we are very ashamed of ourselves for liking these boxes. Well, I am at least. No, me too. Um, oh, and my shirt's on backwards. That's I just why, noticed that. That's why I say it uncomfortably like yeah that's fun because no. i love it it's like it, this is like something like you're like i didn't want to like this but then every time i open it i'm like god damn you hit it out of the park again i love all these products these colors are great this mug is nice this makes <laughs> this thing makes my eyes feel better this moisturizer makes my skin glow this is so beautiful wow. the box is delivered right to your door four, four times a year for just 49.99 okay you say fart times and honestly 49.99 i know that's like a lot of money but you're only getting it four times a year number one and number two you it's the box is worth like three hundred dollars easily and i always forget about it and then when it comes i'm like oh my god it's fat fat yeah, it's very exciting day. And there's so much stuff in it. Yeah, it says right here, the summer box is valued at $320. And Shit. they're not messing around. And it, clu- it includes the 4AO Luna Fofo. Is this, a, is, this a, is this in English? Is this in English? This was, we just want to hear Corinne pronounce Fofo. What is that? Is that happens. something for your pussy? Um, for it's for, no, I have it. It's like this, this thing to wash your face with. Oh, I know. I have that too. It's the thing that, that, that makes a vibrating thing that I, I thought it was a vibrator. I thought it was for my pussy. Did you put it on your clit? No. Oh, well, I, I definitely oh, wouldn't. Well, have, and then I was like, oh, it's for your face. Thank God I could have oh. used this. Yeah. Uh, and that <laughs> alone good. retails for $89, meaning you pay less than the cost of one product to get the entire box. Uh, this box, yeah, it, the, the box is just fun. It's just fun to get presents. Pop up that. I'm fun. Especially when you're a single bitch because ain't no one buying you anything. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that is part of the joy in getting a package it's yeah. like somebody cares yeah i'm paying for uh, it but my, whatever my mail is my boyfriend now um <laughs> so at least i can expect him um sign up for fat fit fun today he shows up on time to get your summer box um <laughs> it's in limited supply the boxes do always sell, sell out so again fabfitfun.com sign up start getting the box for a life well lived use promo code gwf to get ten dollars off your first box that's over two hundred dollars for only 39.99 fabfitfun.com gwf that's fab that's fit that's fun actually my mailman and i have a great relationship because i didn't realize this you got to tip them in chris during christmas oh yeah, because mine my, my mailman will put my mailman well my mailman puts postcards are you switching your shirt yeah, right now i absolutely have to ladies and gentlemen corinne fisher is taking off her shirt oh my god 
Corinne. Like how what like what the fuck is going on in my life that I can't put you a guys, goddamn shirt on? The how website? jealous are you <laughs> listening at work right now Sorry. that I get secret cities and I you do don't? This? Huh. Oh my gosh. Oh, that um, feels so much better. My neck was chafing. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did I not notice that? I have I'm no idea. A bad, I would say you know what? You're busy and it's okay. I would say I'm having a bad day and then I was going to extend it to week and then month and I was like, you know what? Maybe just life. You need the four agreements maybe. maybe. No, maybe you do need the four well. agreements. No, it's not the four agreements. I know what to do for that. I just have to, you know, find a, my purpose or something, I think. Your purpose here. is, well, I don't know. Yeah, you do have to find that. But, Ugh. you know, you kind of found it. It's... It's telling bitches to dump their boyfriends on stage. No, that's definitely not it. That's the problem. <laughs> I believe it's stand-up comedy. We'll see. I think it is. Uh, okay, so if you want to email us about your woes, sorry about last night's show at uh, gmail.com. And this email I'm going to read, the subject line is, he dumped me because I'm more successful. <laughs> Hey, ladies, please don't use my name. Okay. I'll save you the I love you bullshit till I see you in person on the tour. Thank you. Anyways, I was listening to today's podcast and I heard Corinne talk about her tweet, the one where she said she helps the men she dates achieve their dreams, but does not feel it is reciprocated by them. This really struck a chord with me, especially with what happened the night before. Uh-oh. Cue the thunder and the rain. <laughs> Let me give you a little background. I'm 24-year-old female. I work in finance and I love my job. Make a decent salary and I'm starting to look at homes to buy. God damn, girl, that's great. I was dating a guy who was turning 28, had a job he hated that didn't pay well, and essentially admitted he always slacks off at work and did the same all throughout school. Oh, good. <laughs> So you were like, I love you. And then I got so wet. I got so horny I fell off my couch. (laughs) This is the total opposite of me since I worked my ass off to get where I am. Anyway, this guy was hot and we shared the same sense of humor, but he was not on my level with other things like the above. Still, though, I was head over heels for him. Tale as old as time, my friend. It had been about two months when I started to feel him pull away. He had been going on job interviews to find something better than where he was and I would always ask him how they went because I was excited for him to make this next step in his career. However, when I would talk about an upcoming business trip or something good that happened at work, he didn't want to hear it. Didn't don't get uh, don't get me wrong, I don't care what your job is, but to me in a relationship, both parties should appreciate each other's successes. I never ditched him for work. I would even drive an hour to see him multiple times a week. Uh, I was falling so hard. We had sex and two days after he called me to say it was over. He said he didn't want someone who talked about work all the time like I did and that he hated his job so much he didn't want to talk about work while he was at work. He told me he thinks since I have a good job and am going to buy a house that he feels we are not as compatible since he's not at the point in his life and he kind of takes things as they come. Well, that's one way to put you're more successful than me. Uh, a few days prior, he admitted he wasn't where he wanted to be in his uh, career-wise. I also think since he watched many of his friends get married and buy homes and have babies, that he might be projecting those insecurities onto me. I feel like I am finally starting to settle down and have an idea of who I am and what I want and uh, and want to set things up for me, regardless of what man comes or goes. I know I, should cha- I shouldn't change for a man, but I can't help thinking about what he said, and it bothers me a little. Thoughts? Yeah, I got some thoughts. Uh, I think that he needs to not be in a relationship and uh, work on himself before he can be uh, with a partner. That's what it is. He phrased it in a way that kind of says that, but not really. It's it's hard to, when you're in that spa- space. It's hard to talk about it. I know that like when when Corinne and I were really struggling and 
uh, I just really gripped onto the the finish line of my dreams meaning like honestly like where we are now like that's a life I have I had hoped for for a really long time and I had a boyfriend who was more successful at me at that time and uh you know it was hard for me because I was also really young and so it, it kind of made sense that I was still struggling because I had just graduated but your boyfriend's 28 or ex-boyfriend 28 doesn't like his life doesn't like his job he he needs to figure it out on his own so I don't think you should take any of that personally and I don't think it's because he broke up with you because you're more successful I think he broke up with you because I'm sure every time you talked about it he got like a ping in his heart and it and the voice in his head that's constantly beating him up started taking over yeah this guy's a loser and you said he's hot and so he's probably never had to work for anything in his life and he kind of admitted that he doesn't want to you dodged a bullet as usual uh also like you're 24 i know it seems like you might be settling down like it's not you're probably not you're probably just like in a place where you're doing well finally and like you have a groove and that's awesome but like a million more things are gonna happen this guy can't get his shit together uh you're gonna buy some fucking property and that's dope and that's uh, amazing 24 that's crazy but also like i mean you know it's like to play devil's advocate i don't want to blame everything on him like you be cognizant of how much you're talking about work at home that is a big problem i've had in relationships especially because i'm dating people a lot of times who are in the same industry and at a certain time point in time i want to slap people in the face if they mention comedy one more time and it's literally what i love more than anything except for alfred um Mm -hmm. and so you need to just like be be mindful of that there are other things to talk about than like work there's have other interests that's very 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 important because it is really obnoxious when someone only talks about work i mean that's why kate winslet and that director dude broke up that conversation you and i had on the road we were at that mexican restaurant and you were saying how you were invited to a dinner party where you couldn't talk about your careers Mm -hmm. for the first yeah however many hours Mm -hmm. i think that it made me realize i think i do talk about my career too much to people yeah it's just i i try to curious i try to never talk about it well that's why a lot of times like i'll I'll lie to like uh lift drivers and stuff about what i do so i don't have to talk about it like i don't and it's uh well i've noticed too because i'm on raya that dating app Mm -hmm. and uh and i always lead with well what do you do if they don't list it because i'm like oh because to me what you do says who you are Mm -hmm. what you do you like what you do for a living how you know is it take a lot of hard work to get successful? What you know, I feel like that does say a lot about a person, but it does. But I think line. then sometimes like you can get snooty and overlook people, like just because like if you're like, like or like a garbage man, it doesn't mean like you're not the most fucking amazing person. If you're a garbage man, you're probably wealthy. Uh, well, yeah, they do make a lot of money, like a decent living, but it's just like, I just, I literally, you could be a manager of a McDonald's, but you just have to be like a very good manager of McDonald's. That's all I care about. Like, are you passionate about what you do is all I care about. Yeah. And is what you do making the world a better place or is it making it a world worse place? Those are the only things I care. Well, for me, McDonald's are definitely making the world a better place. Unless you're Morgan Spurlock, but yeah. (sighs) Morgan Spurlock is, is making the world a worse place. He, well, he got me off McDonald's, but you know, that's about it. Yeah, but if you eat anything that much, you're going to get fat. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, just How you eat doing? less. <laughs> uh, you know, just a great week. I uh, spent some time looking at romantic posts that Anthony Bourdain and Asia Argento uh, posted. So that was nice. Took a little, you know, spi- oh, uh, a trip old? down spiral lane. Oh, what? good. Like yeah. his old posts? Yeah, I just went through their Instagram and like, I was like, damn, this guy was really in love. Well, because I was, it was interesting because, you know, Rose McGowan wrote that piece saying don't do the sexist thing and bla- blame Asia Argento for Anthony Bourdain's suicide. Well, wait, who would do that? Well, apparently a couple days before his suicide, she had been photo 
photographed hugging another man and it like went out <gasps> in the slut. tabloids. Yeah. Well, number one, it was ridiculous. And she was explaining, she was like their relationship. She was like, they were free birds. It was not, they, they, they had, did not have a controlling relationship. Plus like, you know, she's in her forties. He's like, he was 61. Like they're not, I think relationships are just different than this like traditional stuff that we talk about. And a yeah. lot of celebrities also have weird things going on that we don't know about. Um, but yeah, no. So I just, and yeah, I just love I just love the friendship of Rose McGowan and Asia Argento. <laughs> I follow it very closely. And you could tell like Rose was commenting like she, she was also really close with Anthony because she's so close with Asia. Mm-hmm. And like just the stuff that Anthony Bourdain said about Asia and how close they became like he really loved her and she really loved him. And I think he was a really safe space for her during the past year with the sexual assault. Um, Especially when he accusation against Harvey Weinstein. I think he wrote the article on medium dot com, I believe. Yeah, you had mentioned that. that op- uh, yeah, just about. Uh, his friends in the culinary industry being accused of sexual assault and how he without even hesitation mm-hmm. stood by the women yeah so and I'm like oh, god you're fucking you're we lost a, a gem of a person yeah but again he was pretty open about wanting to like you yeah. know what and it was just uh, I people are sh- people are just so fucking weird about suicide we, I know we talked about that last week but um just very strange behavior. well yeah I and I I yeah I every time uh big suicide happens i always just think of my mom and then i'm like oh no but uh i we interviewed my mom on the podcast a while back and she's we talked about when robin williams killed himself and how she kind of was like yeah i get it yeah and uh well then it came out later that he had been dementia that he yeah he had been uh diagnosed with dementia <laughs> and he just didn't want to see which is what himself. my mom has now no i know yeah 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 <laughs> sucks well i mean that's why she might have been like All hopefully right. she didn't read that update no i know hopefully she didn't see that part <laughs> i don't it. think she did good perfect but, um, i've been there i've been there in the aftermath of a suicide attempt and i've been there in the aftermath of a successful suicide that sounds weird but you know a suicide in which the person did die and Where, uh, when was that? The guy jumped off my building. Oh, oh, I thought the, it'd be, I, the so not you didn't know him. Okay, gotcha. No, I, gotcha. I didn't know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one, the the attempt that was not successful was my mother's. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it was very, it's um, you know, I just I think about what can we say to help people. I know when you had a, a really close family friend take her own life, who was very young, and you wrote a very eloquent, you know, letter to people who are possibly thinking about killing themselves and uh i think it's really helped a lot of people we get people talk about it a lot and and uh i always think about you know all the happiness and joy my mom has experienced Mm. since that suicide attempt and i think i i touched on it briefly when we interviewed darren Mm -hmm. but then i didn't want to talk about because i started crying and then i went to therapy yesterday for the first time in years Mm mm-hmm and I, and I was like, all right, here's my deal. And the therapist is like, Jesus Christ, you're... Wow. Is it a man or a woman? It's a woman. Okay. I really love her. She like, her presence calms me. Oh, she's, that's good. She, yeah, she's really great. Um, and, and then I started talking about the suicide and then I started crying and, she, and, I, and I was trying to hold back tears. You were talking about your mom's suicide attempt? Or yeah. Anthony Bourdain? Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're really invested in this. Jeez. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I didn't know Anthony, but I knew my mom. I okay. know her still. And, uh, and she was telling me how... She's like, you have PTSD. Yeah. You have, and I was like, God damn. Okay. Like, that just sounds so bad, but whatever. But yeah, a therapist <clears throat> previously had told you that you had trauma, trauma and you need to go to the trauma unit. Yeah. Yeah. But she was like, you have severe PTSD and you use your anxiety as a coping survival mechanism because you learned to do it as a child. Honestly, I had like eight breakthroughs in an hour. It was, oh, that's it great. Was beautiful. But, but I was thinking about, you know, my mom, uh, she was on medication that really fucked her up 
And that was one of the driving factors. But she was also had been previously suicidal in her life. And she, um, it was the night before I, I moved away to college at Penn State. And she was getting mad at me for things I didn't do. And when she, she went to the railroad tracks and she called uh, a family friend. And the family friend called my dad and I at the house. And uh, they, he kind of patched her in. And then I talked to her, and, and one of the things she had said to me was, you don't need me anymore. You have your dad. Right. I, I only, I'm a burden on you. Right. And, and, and like, I, I heard the train coming on the other end of the line. And so I thought she had killed herself, but she, because she was drunk, she had drank uh, vodka, and she never drinks. So she actually f- slipped on a rock, cut her head open, and fell and that was what prevented her from jumping in front of the train. So she was like gung ho. Yeah, it was an accident to jump in an front of the train. Accident saved her from exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I and I but I think about all of the just the amazing moments that she's had since, and the she never would have met her grandson. Yeah, had she you know and and the holidays and she's had some ups and downs. But one thing that really helped her with her depression is uh it's a device called a fisher wallace stimulator and it's uh basically sends electrical impulses which all it does is increase blood flow it's this device that's connected to two little pads and she puts them on her temples twice a day for 20 minutes and she put a little headband on so that the pads stay put i actually have one we mentioned that on joe rogan and the guy invited me to his office yeah, in no, New i York remember yeah he's like you raised the people have been purchasing these left and right uh, but that is something that has really helped my mother with her depression. And there's virtually no side effects because it's not a pill. I think pills fuck people up so bad. They also have saved people's lives and lifted a, a very heavy fog over people and have, have changed their lives for the better. So if you're one of those people who've been benefited by medicine, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like trial and error. I mean, because like my my old roommate, Kristen, when she was on the podcast, she, you know, she had antidepressants were like a, a real lifesaver for her. Yeah, and actually that her telling that story made me like, less anti-pill and uh it just seems like your family isn't good with pills it's just real bad because like for me i'm also like like i you know i I don't know if i mentioned this but like i went immediately back on the birth control pill like there it was no i had no oh you did absolutely there was no reason i went off it for three months i saw no change in my body no change in my weight no change in my mood and i was like why i was like this is the this the pill has been the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life i love it yeah and that's amazing i think wonderful i think medicine can do such great things for people if you are one of those people who go ape shit on medications and they make you worse i would there's uh, other options yes and i i would i would ask your if you have a doctor uh ask them about the fisher wallace simulator um the only side effect that my mom had was she was a little hyperactive like mm-hmm. she 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 never really sleeps anyway apparently it does help with insomnia but not her um her brain's wired a little differently so so maybe if that can help a person uh, when she started using it I remember she came to visit me in New York City and I was dreading it because uh, she had been depressed for a really long time and I just thought she was going to lay it on me. And I felt like I got my mom back again. She was like this joyful, bright light. And uh, it was really cool to see. So I wish that came into her life earlier and maybe it could help you. Okay. Enough about suicide. Let's talk about our guest. I'm so excited to uh, welcome this very handsome, beautiful gentleman onto the podcast. He is a successful real estate broker in Manhattan. I met him at my first job after college when I was working for a real estate company called Core. Shout out. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jared Jared Guy Guy Randolph. Randolph. 
here with Jared Guy. Hello, ladies. Hi. Wow. How are you? Sensual already. You're so hot. You're so hot. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, I'm, aren't you gay? What's happening? Yeah, but no, is, are uh, you? no, 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 no. You're not? Are you no, bi? No, 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 no. I'm straight. I just happen to fuck dudes. Oh, oh. I do you fuck like women wow. ever? I do fuck. Well, I have fucked women. It's been a while since I fucked a woman. Did you like, like it? Five years. Yeah. You I had did? I had an epic, epic, I want to tell you, epic sex dream about some girl that I went to high school with two nights Wait. ago. Wait. I mean, it was graphic. Um, I don't, I, do tell. Do tell. So, uh, like, how much detail do you want? The most. All of the details. I mean, it was everything. And I don't know what's going on with me right now, but everything really just focused on her vagina, which I think vaginas are beautiful. I'm not. Really? Yeah. I don't. Well, I mean, it's like, listen, okay. it, it brings life into the world. Mm. That's true. That's a good idea. And there was just so much eating and playing and fucking. And it was so aggressive that I woke up. And by the way, I had a massive heart on the whole time. I woke up the next morning. I called one of my best friends from high school, from childhood, Ashley. And I told her she almost threw up, hung up the phone, <laughs> texted me, goes, that's the most disgusting thing. <laughs> Wait, what you was disgusting about it? Because it was the particular girl. Oh, <laughs> shade. So wow. I don't know. I'm I'm open for almost anything. Really? Because okay, so I so I ran into you at Crunch. Yes. Because you were working out with another beautiful fit man. But fucking hot dude. He, yeah, he's he, hot. He was he's, hot. He's straight, but he doesn't fuck dudes. So. He's straight. Full on straight. Kids married. Whoa, okay, wouldn't have guessed that because I've seen him at the gym for a while. Yeah. And I just thought it was a hot gay oh, guy. Oh, he knows that I would pound the shit out of that asshole and if he, he let me. <laughs> should I, I not say that? No, no you, you should, should say keep, keep saying this. Anything you want. Wait, so, but then I we were joking and at some point, because I was still with Steven at that point, right, we broke right. up. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Okay, I, cool. I, Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> He's not here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's downstairs. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to go any further. Uh, uh, and you were like, yeah, we should have a three-way. And I'm like, uh yeah yeah but would you because i have a fuck buddy and we're actually looking for a guy yeah totally i would do it are you serious yeah why not you would want to fuck yeah why not oh my god this he's is the down, best day ever he's down for anything he said dtf i'm pretty i'm wild i'm <laughs> i'm wild <laughs> that's what wild people always say guys i'm wild a little bit about me i'm, <laughs> I'm really wild i'm really crazy no i'm really quiet about it and then i turn into a fucking freak oh my god like, okay i thought i didn't know you were even <sighs> remotely interested in vaginas i'm like really hot sex i think people need to be more open about it i agree wow this is very exciting so wait so how so tell me about like when was the first time you fucked like have you always been such a handsome man <laughs> allegedly i don't you know the thing is it's, it's tough for me i'm not attracted to myself why so when i look in the mirror i'm like just a dude I'm not like, oh, you, mm, oh, you. I want to no taste way. That. No, I'm being serious. Um, so I guess people feel that way, but I don't feel that way. Um, so when when's the first time that I fucked? First time I fucked a girl or the first time that I fucked a dude? Both. Fucked. Yeah. Fucked a girl. I was 16. Is that the first time having sex? First time having sex. Okay. Um, it was a mess. It was awkward. Well, yeah, as that that tends to happen that way. And then the first time I fucked a dude, I was seventeen. Oh, year later, year later, hell yeah! And he was he was probably he was in in his forties. Ooh, big old nasty sloppy bottom, um, which probably 
wrecked my sex life from there because I really just like nasty sloppy bottoms. What what is a uh, nasty sloppy bottom? It's just a dude who can take dick for hours. Yeah. So he could take just dick for like hours. Literally literally can't go another moment without a cock bruising the back of his throat. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, so that's That just, sounds like a fun guy. You say yeah, really fucked guy. up things like in a really nice, eloquent way. Well, uh, you know, I just try to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And I say what people are thinking. Loving it. Yeah, you really do. Unfortunately, I think about sex all the time. And funnily I mean, enough, 70% of the time, it's not even me. I'll walk down the street and I'll be like, I wonder what her ass looks like naked. It's like, I wonder how well he fucks. Or like, you'll see the outline of like, the this dick. dude's dick in his pants. Yeah. And I just totally <laughs> fucking get off that. And I'm not even, I'm not even really big on dick it doesn't what? Do mu- it doesn't do much for me what it's about the ass oh it's oh, about it's the ass. ass oh interesting okay it's all about the ass honestly nasty the, uh, sloppy bottom yeah mm-hmm. nasty sloppy bottom <laughs> i like a guy with an ass yeah so much and i and i oh i miss it yeah guy with an ass is great just a just a thick, just just smack in the just, ass yeah just a everywhere man ass <laughs> fucking fucking sweaty man ass when i first uh when we were working together i remember you telling me it was something about you were fucking a guy in the circus so one of my exes was in cirque du soleil um and did he have yes, a great sloppy he, man ass he was <laughs> he was he, you know he was beautiful and i love him with all my heart he's an amazing dude we never had the right sexual chemistry because I am might seem subdued, yeah, but when you talk, to, but I'm not though. That's the thing. Like I'm really will like go to limits. Well, maybe that's why because you conserve your energy right. during the day, and when you talk to people, and then when the clothes come off, you just become an animal. Just, just a fucking. I walk around. Monster. So you walk around like horny a lot. I've been doing All that lately. All I've been doing time. that lately, and I wonder too. Like I'll pass by people and be like. I, I wonder how people are in bed. It All stems from a horniness, but also just like a curiosity. I don't know. I kind of guess I, and, and I, I guess I judge people because I judge people on whether or not I'd fuck them, men and women. Yeah. So I need to stop doing that because it's like, if I'm not going to fuck you, I shouldn't be judging you. Yeah. But if you're only doing it in your head. Yeah. I'm only doing it in my head and my facial expressions probably don't help either. Um, <laughs> so you I make like gnarly faces of people? Yeah. It's like, ew, God, you look like you would smell. Um, but I love thinking about other people hat fucking and watching other people fuck. There's a chick across from my apartment in the building who's always getting nailed by some random uggo, but it's really uh, hot. How do you know he's uggo? Because I can see she them. She says it in her dirty talk? I can see them. Oh, no, you I can, s- I can see in the building across the street from me. Oh, 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 the building. I think yeah. about the apartment across the street. Yeah. <sighs> That's my New York dream. So I can never hot. see anybody fuck from oh, the first so floor. Hot. It really sucks. I fucking love it. What kind of kinky, like, when did you become kinky? When did you, when did you grow to appreciate sex and have it be a big part of your life? Oh, wow. That is a very good question. When did I start to come into my own? Hold the mic a little probably, probably when I was in my mid twenties, I really started to explore mm-hmm. and realize that sex can be super exciting and it doesn't have to be you know, fucking mundane and just for function. Yeah. What happened? Um, I met a couple (laughs) interesting characters. Um, that one was a couple and the other one was, um, a hooker, which totally led me down the wrong path. Don't worry. I didn't, I didn't hook. Oh, you can do whatever you want. I won't, I won't judge you. (laughs) I've dated a lot of porn stars, hookers and go, go boys. (laughs) They're, They're freaks, man. I love it. Nasty so wait, sluts. so what what kind of <laughs> They're all sluts. <laughs> okay. 
But here's the thing: I love a good slut. I a, yeah, sluts are. People great. are gonna be masturbating to your this episode because your yeah. voice is so sensual. I can already I can already feel it. Um, go for it. So wait, what happened then? The first time you fucked a couple, like what 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 was the first like elaborate sexual experience you've had where there was like setup? You had to clean up afterwards. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like you've had a lot of those. Oh, it was a couple in the Hamptons that I had met at a party. A straight couple. Straight couple. Mm-hmm. And she came up to me at the party and she's like, I want you to fuck my husband. Oh, my kind of gal. And I guess she heard the conversation because I end up talking about I end up talking about taking a shit and sex like all the time. And everybody like <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Taking a good dump is like the best thing ever. And everybody's like, yeah, you like I'll, I'll point out the couples in the room. That you know when they walk in, they still fuck the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like she's looking at his dick and she like grabs his ass and like she's definitely going to blow him in the bathroom at uh-huh. one point in time in the night. Like, I fucking love that I shit. I haven't seen one of those couples in a while. Oh, I, I, You know what? The problem is, is I pay attention to it. It's way too much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start. Like I, like, I always catch a dude like almost on a daily basis with a hard on. Because I guess I, maybe I'm like paying attention you have hard dick radar oh 100 it's crazy <laughs> that's really funny. It's fucking crazy <laughs> so she came up to me she's like i want you to fuck my husband and i was like how do you know that i want to fuck your husband she's like look at my husband i was like i want to fuck your husband <laughs> so, what, was he, what he totally like? straight he was like they're both they were like in their early 40s really yeah. fit couple like you hamptons. know they like hamptons like yeah. really fucking chic he had a great body she was like one of those tracy anderson chicks that oh, they yeah. all the time toned arms and we just like met up one night and you know had drinks and some snacks and some chill time and then, and then, we, a little bit. And then we snacked on his butt but it was really hot because so it started with then we were all kissing making out then is this at a restaurant or at a hotel room or this at their is house, at their house. Okay. well i mean this guy isn't totally straight then well here's the thing just because you fuck a dude doesn't make you gay no well, it doesn't make you gay but it means i mean you're at least like bi curious um i think for men it's sex is so different than women i think it just sometimes comes down to functionality and mm. pleasure and okay. there's not that emotional connection i think you what determines your sexuality is your emotional connection to someone well, I've heard okay. like some people emotionally they're straight. I still don't buy this guy's sexual. What? <laughs> I still don't buy that guy's straight. Well, Not fully. You could be emotionally straight and sexually bi oh, or listen, sexually. I was gay. I was happy he let me eat that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass, no, it's so. good. Great, it's great for you. <laughs> so there was there was just a lot of from there it escalated to a lot of eating of orifices and I really I actually learned how to eat ass by eating pussy and I am you learned how to eat ass by eating pussy I'm very very talented at At eating ass yes do you have any tips um the whole like just licking thing mm-hmm. thumbs down boring boo you gotta suck on that motherfucker like suck you're on to the get ass suction is it. always the key to everything yeah. with mouth stuff yeah. wait you suck on the butthole yeah and it gets nice and like just like plump yeah and juicy. i understand but what don't saying. suck oh. too hard yeah because i get yelled at when i get aggressive because when it gets really i just want to fucking devour it wait oh god yeah. okay suck i gotta poop back in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever poop in your mouth like real talk no i've never had, <laughs> really I've, I've had people shit on my dick but i've never well, had okay. shit in my mouth well yeah i guess because it's like do you ever put the tongue your tongue like inside, inside I the have. butthole i'm all about that yeah. yes yes yeah okay well because i you know and when you're like okay when you fuck this couple mm-hmm. 
you don't I mean you're assuming the guys cleaned out because like Corinne always says like straight guys buttholes or she just doesn't want to go near them it was Gross very man. clear everything was clean everything have you ever had order. asshole not be in order <laughs> yeah it's rough <laughs> which that goes that that gets down to my one no no I'm not into shit um, yeah the, scatting uh, 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 yeah um, no thank you um, it's, it's very it's no. so funny I, I, I mean I feel the same way I think most people do but it's so funny that you also like sucking a butthole which I get I would I I've never sucked one but I have put my tongue in a butthole and I love it but I would be like the line is so thin that mm -hmm. it would cross into like hell no get me out of here I need to shower Okay. You know. I get that. But, but I could also do with like a little ripe man butt. Ripe man butt? Ripe what do you mean ripe? Butt. Let's say like you've been to the gym for a little while. Oh, out. I see. I see. Not, I see. Not like high, though. like a peach. Yeah. Like a little bit. A little bit. When the butthole wasn't uh, in working order for those activities, how did you bring that up? It's like, in, remember the video game Mortal Kombat? Of course. You'd like go down and you'd be like, finish him. I feel like that character. Um <laughs> You go, that's not happening, and you need to go clean your hiney hole. <laughs> or you just avoid that. Area so you told him he tongue. had to clean his hiney hole? Yeah, I'm like, bro, you just shit on me. And they're like all embarrassed. And I'm like, just go clean your ass and come yeah. back, and I'm going to keep, like, I'm horny. I'm finished. Oh, okay, so you would keep doing it. I'm going to keep fucking deter. you. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm that's not, nice. That's, that's good. Nice. You know, shit happens. Yeah. Hey, that's shit's very a, true. Shit's a part of our love. Yeah, <laughs> it is. What other, what other things. I feel like three ways happen to you. You don't happen to three ways. Like it just comes upon you. Is that true? Yeah. Because I we've get, we've getting a lot of ink. We always get inquiries about three ways, and I've never met anybody in the I one person, but she was kind of a she came to our show, so it was it wasn't in the wild, right. but uh, like truly random that you've never met before that doesn't know who you are. You don't know who they are. Like, how do you? What are some tips? <laughs> I'm just thinking about a situation recently. Um, <laughs> what are some tips? I think you have to be, first of all, put down your fucking cell phones and mm -hmm. look up, okay? Because, it, in, like you said, in the wild, it's so much more fun to find it on the street than wow, it is Wow, and a real estate agent is saying this. Yeah. yeah. This, that's yeah. impressive. Put, put down your phone, <laughs> open your fucking eyes yeah. and look around you. Because there's a lot of people who are on the hunt for sex on a daily basis, so it's not that hard to find. How can you yeah. identify somebody who's on the hunt for sex? Eye contact. Oh. It's that little bit too long. Mm, where you feel it little, in your that, pussy that or look, your penis. Or your penis yeah. or your hiney hole, depending on what you like. <laughs> your hiney hole wiggles. Or all of them. You see all them. of them. <laughs> it, goes, it puckers like... Oh, okay. It's like a heartbeat. Um, oh, so it's it's all about the eye contact. Yeah. And then the body language. And then here's the thing, guys and gals, lose mm -hmm. the fear. Go up to somebody. And here's here's my tip. If you see somebody on the street you're attracted to, you do that over-the-shoulder look thing. Walk mm -hmm. up to them and say, I'd like to introduce myself. I find you very attractive. I'd love to take you for a drink. But if you're seeing someone or have a significant other, I totally respect that. You know, Otherwise, I'd like to get your number. It gives you and that other person an easy out yeah. without mm -hmm. feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's one of the safest ways to just go up and do it. If you are interested in somebody, go up and do it. Because again, eye contact, 90% mm -hmm. of the time they're going to give you your fucking number. Really? Even if they are. Yeah, but fun. you're also you're hot. Though. I was like, I was like, you're like six foot five and like a 10. You're a so glass of milk. This Jerry. is a very confident approach for, you know, <laughs> easy. Hot. But here's Easy. the thing. And I love how you didn't give them the option of, well, the only reason you wouldn't want to fuck me is if you're already in a relationship, not because you're oh, not no, into no, that, it because I know that, you are. That's, that's a speed bump, not a stop sign. 
Um, okay, I like that. <laughs> confidence is the sexiest thing. No, yeah. agreed. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you really think about it too, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to go, no, thanks. Yeah. Especially okay. if you don't know them, who cares? You're never yeah. going to see that person again, most likely. Yeah, yeah you don't want to fuck somebody who doesn't want to fuck you. But, so okay. there we go. So my question for you, you Answer. two lovely chicks, if you had a Thank dude you. walk up to the street and say that to you <laughs> or a chick at that what would Honestly, your what would your response be a man it would be no go for me a straight man doing that to a straight woman that just to me like it never happens and usually when it does it's someone who's gross like it's just what if they weren't it's gross too, if they were hot, i would think they were a serial killer oh see that's nah, the fucking thing info. with women i don't get it why well, not we get like murdered like, and shit yeah i was like the interaction sexually between gay men is much different than like straight men and because there's a fear that you have when you're a straight woman that is that's just and it's just I, different. A lot of times with straight men, they they'll and it's 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 a small percentage, but I think that small group ruins it for every sure. straight guy. But yeah. there's a small percentage that if you reject somebody, they get irate. And I've had oh, that happen before. Wow. I've had guys call me a dumb bitch or a, a fat whore or whatever the fuck. If you say no, and obviously it's just because he's insecure and that's fine. Then you need to turn around to him and say. <laughs> Tell me more, Daddy. Um, no, listen, I I do get that. I do get that, and you have to take that into consideration. But if a I'm woman my... did that to me, I'd be like, hell yeah, yeah. If yeah. a woman did it, it would be much better. Okay, because I, I wouldn't be fearing of my safety. Because like, but I've, I've I've actually gotten a few straight straight guys' phone numbers by doing that. The straight. whole the whole I don't I don't usually do this, but yeah. Well, that's the ho- that's wow. the hot part of it. Wow. Especially if the guy is a wife or family or whatever the fuck, like that's yeah. that's high. That's a, I would imagine for them. People just need to be more open sexually. I agree, and there's so many people that are so uptight about it and don't. Ugh, it's annoying. Um, so wait, you guys are just like, let me fuck you. Yeah, why can't we fuck? What's your problem? <laughs> we'll record that next time. There's yeah. plenty of people who are because the, the, we talk to people all the time, and like most people are pretty like down for some shit that you wouldn't think that they would be down for. Right? What's yeah. uh, have you ever been uh, presented with a somebody's kink that you're like, what? Probably the first. No, I haven't had a what. I've had a oh this is a new experience like the first time that I fisted a dude. Mm-hmm. You but, fisted a guy's butt. Oh, after that, several I fucking love it. it is you have so a big hot. fist. Yeah, your uh, fist. Yeah. I'm oh, looking my, at it right now, and my I, butt hurts. I yeah, my butt hurts looking at your fist. But also like like if you fisted a vagina, I'd be like, oh, I can have a baby, no problem. Like your your fist is the size of like a baby's head. Probably. Um, what a preemie Can you walk us through Some fisting techniques Because fisting is something That I really can't get into Or understand And I want to be open to fisting And it's not You're not like doing this With your actual You're not like clenching your fist um, and, No you yeah, are Because yeah. well, when it, women get fisted It's more like Your fingers are straight out And they're not You know curled Not the way Margaret it, Cho does, Explained yeah, it You gotta oh. give it you, Oh my god I love <laughs> Margaret Cho That is my girl I'm obsessed with her uh, <laughs> Yeah how do I fist it, it's, it's all about the lube First of all, yeah. and you got to take your time. So J Lube is the best. J Lube, okay. J Lube, which is like is that a, water based or oil based? It's water based okay. because you have to actually add water. It's a powder. It was like some type oh. of can, like construction type material at one point in time. Oh. Everyone's like, let's use this on our dicks. Like wow. Store. So that's J Lube's great for fisting. You add water to it, you shake it up, and you have to like squeeze it in the person's hole. Oh, also, you put I mean, the you don't, lube you don't, yeah, up the butthole. Yeah, because there's like a little point on the right, the like an tube. enema kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't go into it. It's something that you have to work up to. Of course. So you've got to use toys to work up to there, and also you got to get the uh, the sphincter to relax. So, and what plugs, kind of toys? Butt plugs, uh, butt plugs uh, dildos. 
dildos. So you yeah. start with like a top. You obviously you yeah. start small and yeah. work your way up. You start small, work your way up. But it's something that if you really want to get into fisting, you can't just like do it once a week. You have to meeting like the toys and the preparation to become malleable enough. So your to butthole is fist ready. Yeah, you gotta like do that every day, other day. Oh, you gotta because you gotta. If you're if there's con, there's construction and there's destruction. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, would the butthole ever, um, one time I got a colonic and the lady said, Oh, what a tight butthole. And I was like, thanks. And she said she has had clients who, uh, because she said it was because of anal sex, like Mm -hmm. just a lot of anal sex all the time that the, the butthole is like kind of just loose permanently. It can happen. It can happen. I mean, there's, but that's like an extreme if your asshole is like open. Right. But yeah, buttholes after they've been fucked a lot get looser. They're not. Yeah. I mean, I also, it's like the, I don't want to fuck somebody who hasn't or doesn't know how to be fucked. Like a really tight asshole does nothing for me. <laughs> I like See, somebody, I would have thought you would like a no. tight butthole because I would feel better. No, because at a certain point, it doesn't it's so feel, tight it that it feel, hurts. Yeah, it's like, it and feels, you want the annoying. hunger. You want them to be hungry yes. for your dick. Yes. Got yes. it. Because if got you it. don't, like, if your ass <laughs> is too tight, you don't know how to get fucked, you're not experienced, and you don't enjoy it. But I'm it. innocent, mister. Oh, no. Okay. Listen, that whole, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just a little boy walking home from school. Oh, dear no, God. that's fucking, that is, that's like creepy it's next door neighbor yeah. from Family Guy, yeah. Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Talk. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Damn. Okay, so, so once somebody has uh, put toys up their butt multiple days in a week and then you're going to fist them. Okay, mm-hmm. so you squirt the lube up their butthole mm-hmm. after the butt plug comes out. Mm-hmm. Poppers then, help too. Poppers do help. Poppers help. I've done poppers, not for a second, just because I wanted to see what it felt like. It felt like my head was being inflated with helium. Yeah, I can't do poppers. <clears throat> they hurt my head so much. Oh, it, yeah, why would I, it? It's just and they really, too much of a headache. Does it make the butthole that great? It makes you relax. Okay, so you just kind of like meditate. Yeah. It's so funny, the mind-body connection. I do a lot of breathing before butt stuff, a lot of... (sighs) Beforehand. (sighs) Yeah. And while it's happening... I want to get back into butt stuff because I have had an orgasm there and it was phenomenal. You had a a butt orgasm? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. with a vibrator, but it was like, uh, I didn't know that was a thing and I was Googling it at the time. Mm -hmm. They were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then now everybody on the internet shares everything. So So it sounds like you both enjoy butt stuff. At times uh, I have I stopped doing it because it was it was more pain than it was worth but it was yeah and I definitely need to have like a glass of wine before I do it mm. I yeah last time I did anal I went to the ER because I bled but uh you know not a lot of prep <laughs> it happens um but I would like to get back into it but I'm hearing from a lot of people who are experts such as yourself we talked mm. to Asa Akira she was like you need to do anal like 20 times to yeah. really yeah. get good at it and like it and appreciate it. Well, if you want to, if you're curious about it and you want to get into it, you need to start with your own preparation with yeah. toys that you can handle right. before somebody's trying to jam their something fist. into their, yeah. you know, whether it's their their pinky dick or their forearm. But, yeah, yeah, I like forearm? butt toys. I don't love a dick in my butt though. Like anal beads, I like, but mm-hmm. anal beads are significantly smaller than penises. Have you had your forearm in a guy's butt? Yes. Okay. That's why How? they make all those toys that we've seen at Pleasure Chest. Like, it's not for no one. Guys, it's you, for, need, you need to go a little bit deeper in the vaults of porn. I, oh, okay. see, I don't, yeah, but then a lot of anal stuff that I've watched, they end up shitting, and I don't like that, and yeah, so I just well, don't want the surprise to, oh, I got triggered. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just threw up in my mouth a little. <laughs> you need to not watch poopy anal porn. Oh, how do you make? I mean, just search search anal, anal no, no poopy. poopy. <laughs> 
Oh, the checkbox. No poop. Poop. No poop. No poop. No little turds floating around no, there on, no, my, no, on no. my porn. Oh, Not on my God. watch. Oh okay. My God. <laughs> okay. How the fuck do you... What's Is the preparation similar for when you're going to fist somebody versus put your whole forearm... How did you get your forearm up a butthole? Well, the bet was a very loose, very open butthole. And the guy had no digestive issues. In his life, not that I know. How of, but far we, up? We didn't. We didn't get that deep in the conversation. <laughs> you didn't do a full medical intake. I know. I know. I was like, so, excuse me, sir. What is your date of birth, your social security number, when and any burrito? Known Does it come out right Does away? Does it come out? Oh no! No. I can, no. I can see your dinner from last night. <laughs> no, no, no. How far up did your arm go? To the elbow. To the elbow. Yeah. Mm. Holy fucking! This fuck. is a big man here too. And you're yeah, you're a big man. Big I'm hunk only, of man. I'm, I'm 6'3", 260 pounds, but like tight muscle. Yeah, so. you're jacked. Yeah. Wow. They like that though. <laughs> well, apparently, mm-hmm. how long? Wait, are you a bear? Um, I am hairy. I'm like but you're a little thin. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I'm like a no. I'm more of a. I are guess, bears like chubby though? Yeah, bears usually. are like thicker. Yeah. I'm bearish, but I'm you're more of a, bear. like a daddy. Oh, you're a daddy? I was going to say daddy, oh. but I didn't know if that was like if they were still doing yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's great. That's like a, a thing. I kind of like that a little bit. Oh, man. This is great. I'm going to call you daddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, okay. When you kind of fist up the butt, how were you like jack, not jackhammering, but were you going in and out or was the fist just in there and you were jerking them off? And mm-hmm. how do you do that when your fist is up a butt? So, so they're typically either in a sling like they're, a sex oh, okay. sling, yeah. or they're on all fours. I mean, you can be on your back with your legs up. That's like a lot of energy. Because then you can touch his dick up. at the same time. Yeah, you know. But I can like milk you from behind and play with your balls while I'm with my left hand while I'm fisting you with my right hand. Wow. But typically, You're a if yeah, yeah you really I, are. I'm, I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> oh, you are a- ambidextrous. I can't even sixty nine because I'm like I can't concentrate on this while you're doing that to really? me. Like what? That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> back to in your the face fisting, while you're though. getting sucked off. Do you remember mm. the first time you fisted? Yeah. Were you nervous? It, it just happened. I didn't even realize that my hand was going to just fall in there. It was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Now that's not good, right? Uh, throwing a hot dog down a hallway. That's, that's a big what, hot dog you got there. If that's what you're into, why not? But okay. I, it's just, I don't understand how these people are going through life. Like, is every like fart a shart? Like what's <laughs> happening? You know, like there's just so many questions that I have about it's this. It's more like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a gust If it's of so wind. big, I would be, I would really be worried about you things call falling Sandy. out. Yeah, I would worry about things falling out too. So, okay. How easily, how easily... <laughs> I would put a tampon up my asshole. Uh, a man, they they have started to introduce that new product, man pons, man tampons, man man. For when for buttholes? That's for sloppy buttholes. Oh for when you've God. got when Jared's put his forearm up your ass, you're gonna oh need a man pond. Get your man pons. Get your man pons. Wow. Okay. So, but okay. When you first put the, your fist in the butthole, that was like throwing a hot dog into a hallway. How did you foreplay? Did you um, did you lick his ass? This did person you, did he give was, you a heads up? It's like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. It just kind of happened. Like I mean, I'm all about a nice <laughs> finger bang, but it just happened to go from finger bang to knuckle bang to my wrist 
in my fist being in a very open asshole. I was I was totally unexpected. Wow. I was in my like early twenties when this first happened. And, and when you're it, fist- fisting, do you ever like reach for anything? Like see if there's anything <laughs> the inside. Can I go shopping? And there's the heart. And there's the pancreas. There's Ooh, the liver. liver. Mm, do you ever touch around like what's in a butthole? What is in a butthole? It's just all gushy mess. But it's intestines. So I didn't even think you like when you got your forearm mm. up to the elbow. That you're touching my rib cage at yeah, that so point. Yeah, so stuff moves around. Wait, what can you touch? Oh, this is like this is well, amazing. I mean, again, like an I'm not lesson. I'm not a biologist, so I can't tell well, you. Well, exactly you can guess. Your <laughs> Go on, Corinne. Go on, Corinne. Hey, I'm 32. Everybody, you're, yeah. you're always you're always gonna leave happy after you see me. Trust me. <laughs> oh my God, your butthole will be smiling. Uh, oh, and and how long does this fisting last? Obviously, I'm sure it depends because every man is different, but... It depends because a lot of guys can't come when they're getting fisted. They can't. But they like to get fisted for a long time. That's funny because I've heard Mm. a lot of stories from... This is usually from straight couples, but like my boyfriend asked me to put a pinky or a finger up his ass and I was like, really? Okay. And the second I did it, he just squirted all over the ceiling. That's just... uh, Well, that's because he's having his prostate stimulated and he's not used to it. Okay. I was actually watching a porn the other day where this girl was sucking her boyfriend's dick off and he goes, fuck my ass, like with her finger. Oh, was so hot I came right away that's I love, fun I love pegging porn it's so pegging, hot there's yeah. nothing hotter than watching a fucking hot woman fuck a hot dude in the ass with a strap on uh, see I tried pegging once but it didn't <clears throat> the second it was an inch in he was like ow 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 I'm like oh come She'd be like, on bitch shut up it's supposed to hurt yeah <laughs> I should have said that, although I would have felt bad. But you know what? There's that fine line, too, of like being dirty and then being like, you know, mean, mean. But also think of all the pain that women just kind of suck up during sex. Honestly, that's probably what it was that pissed me off. I'm like, oh, it hurts a little. Go fuck yourself. Oh, this is interesting. So so tell me about the pain that you have during sex. I Uh, mean, it hurts pretty much every I mean, like if you haven't had sex in like a couple weeks, like every time it it hurts going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. And and sometimes like your vagina could be sore for no reason, not because you're fucking a lot but just it can hurt and then certain angles kind of aren't the most comfortable but you're like eh. make you nauseous a little bit like oh. you're seasick sometimes some angles make me seasick with the dick inside me yeah and yeah. just you know i feel like getting and dan savage has said this a lot getting being entered when mm-hmm. you're the one getting entered mm-hmm. it's just you're gonna feel more of the discomfort if any that comes along with the sex mm-hmm. are you always a top yeah see that's why yeah see have you ever had your butt fucked um, I have two of my exes once with That's each. It. Here's the thing. It's not, not it, he, I would totally be into it, but there is nothing that to me turns me on about having a big burly ass man, um, get behind me and try to fuck me in the butthole. Right. Like, what if he was in nothing. front of you and you were on your back? It's, there's nothing hmm. attractive and it's like it, nothing. And first of all, I don't, I don't like guys that are taller than me. So that would creep me out. You're Guys six, that are five? smaller than me, it's like a like a mouse trying six, to. Six three. I was being six, dramatic three. with the six five. Okay. Yeah. It's like a mouse trying to fuck an elephant. Um, <laughs> I just there's only there's only been one guy who I've been like, if he wanted me to when we were dating, I 100 percent would have. And it, but that I, didn't and happen. I was like, listen, I give it a college effort. I'm totally fucking into you. I'm yeah. open it whatever you want. Yeah. It ended up not happening. He ended up being a fucking loser, a douchebag. Eh, yeah, sometimes it know. takes a second to find that out. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. Okay, so so when you like somebody, you kind of have to, you want to make sure that if you're a top, that you are, it, he's a bottom. It's normally pretty clear and evident. I haven't really Uh-oh. ran into that issue. Oh, really? Maybe like I've two or three times in my life. Oh, you okay. know. You How know. do you know? 
you do know. have top swagger. You, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, you, I just get the sense. As far as I'm concerned, they're all sloppy bottoms anyway, and I'll just take what I want. <laughs> wow. Hashtag me too. Hashtag welcome to Jared's house. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me three. Hey. Uh, uh, hashtag sign me up. <laughs> hashtag get in line. I'm interested. And uh, so are you single? I am single. Are you liking you it? You seem like you're always single. Yeah. I, you know, funnily enough, yeah. I've been in a two-year, 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 three-year, four-year relationship. Okay. So I'm typically in a relationship, and a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, but right now, I'm I'm not going to say I'm enjoying being single, but I'm enjoying yeah. being with myself, really, for the first time. Yeah. And doing, like, a lot of self-improvement and self-work. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've figured out through a disastrous relationship that I had with someone just because I have my heart broken, what I actually want and need out of a relationship oh, but for right good. now until I find that I'll just have some fun. Yeah. And you don't want to settle. And it's, no, I mean, the well. heartache th- th- that always sucks and relationships don't go well. I mean, they're all not going to go well until one does, but right. you know, it does, it does give you more clarification. Did you have your heart break in your last broken, your last relationship? It was something that happened after my last four-year relationship oh. it was short term but it oh, was short sometimes those can hurt the most though <laughs> yeah especially when things are unanswered so oh that drives me when, nuts. Like, one day it's there and when the next day it's gone it's like what the fuck oh. and what? so like when you like did all this time thinking like what are the things that you realize you need in a relationship um number one the sexual connection is key mm-hmm. because i've been gone down that road of being in relationships with people that i thought i could fix and that turned me on at one point in time. Yeah, oh, it turned you um, on. Because, well, it, it vindicated me. Yeah, because you had a relationship. role. Right. No desire for that ever again. I'm not here to fix your fucking issues. You yeah, work on your shit for sure. before you come through my door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really key, the emotional connection. And then it's physical. Mm-hmm. So have you ever read the, um, not the four agreements, but the uh, <gasps> five, lo- the, the, the five oh, love languages? I've heard of that book. I have not read so it, but I'm interested in it. It's... Um, Words of affirmation, yeah. quality time, physical touch, uh, acts of service, and gift giving. Mine are um, words of aff- physical touch and words of affirmation. Mm. Uh, and actually, that's how a, you express. Your that's love. how I express my love. It's yeah. an interesting book to read, not just for relationships, but like just not personal relationships, but professional too. Oh, it's amazing because I'm like all about acts of service. Like that's like my whole thing. Like right. I need a lot of acts of service. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're with somebody yeah. and you get in a fight, instead of being like, honey, I'm going to take out the trash and do the dishes and clean the house mm-hmm. and they bring you flowers. You're like, I don't want fucking flowers. Yeah. Right. That act of service would have helped. Right. For so sure. for me, I need someone who is first of all, very physical with me. And I don't mean just from the standpoint of fucking, like mm-hmm. I love when a guy wraps his hand around my arm and we walk down the street or like yeah. we kiss and we hold each other. And like, I'm very much into that. And then, you know, the words of affirmation, cause I don't really need anybody to do anything for me. I don't, you know, quality time, you know, I have very limited time. So, yeah. you know, the, so those are those are two other key things. So it's really emotional connection and then that physical connect, connection and then the sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't believe sex has to die in a relationship. I think you have to be open and honest about what you want sexually. Yeah. But if I can't have beginning. somebody who is a, just a fucking dirty ass cock sucking slut, yeah. it's just not going to work. Yeah. I totally hear you. You should have a dating <laughs> profile yeah. that just says, if I can't have a dirty ass cock sucking slut, just it's don't just message don't me. Don't message me. Yeah. Just don't. Dirty ass cocksucking like, Let's not play only. games. Like, I'm going to take you to a really nice dinner. I actually went on a date last night. But at the dinner, I would be like, listen, I want to fucking ravage your asshole. 
Yeah. We don't have to do it tonight, but I'm out with you right now and spending time because I want to ruin you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to fucking enjoy it. And what did they say? Well, I mean, I'm really no, tired today go. because I got like three hours of sleep because it happened. Oh, you did ravage the asshole yeah, that night. Yeah. Well, last night. That's why I'm tired today. What did you eat before ravaging the asshole? Um, oh, we yeah. Went good question. To, Very we, concerned about this. Yeah. We, um, good, great question. <laughs> we, well, he had prep time before. Um, we did anything, but I took him to dinner at John George. And oh, we nice. To, yeah, Jared ain't going to take you to Mickey yeah. D's. Then we went to the ballet. Oh, my oh, God. Such refined taste. Wow. Uh, That's why I like you, because you're dirty, but then you, you're you very, you have great taste in art and in, in lick, like good restaurants, good food. to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy life. And then we went back, to, because we didn't have enough time before the ballet, we went back to John George, and we had our dessert oh my goodness and had wine and it was great and then i took him home and we just like he lives a block away from me by happenstance and he ended up back in my apartment like fucking 2 30 in the morning yeah fucking like oh and then two more times this morning and then i really would love to do it again right now but i have a very but you're here with us and we appreciate it Uh, listen this is just is he texting you right now um probably (laughs) so dick size doesn't matter to you no it doesn't at all you could have a little fucking micro penis i don't care okay because first of all i've never done it i totally want to do this interesting that i'm going to disclose this on such an open forum but (laughs) i would totally fuck a dude with a vagina Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so yeah, like a trans man. Yeah, like yeah. a trans man. One hundred percent. I think it's so hot. Yeah, and because I love eating pussy. Mm-hmm. I love eating ass. I like a man's body. Yeah, would totally be into that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I've always often thought, um, like Bailey J. I like her porn a lot. Mm-hmm. She's this hot chick, and she's got a Very huge hot. dick. And I'm like, that's kind of perfect. But it's kind of amazing how many people, like, how many, like, my guy, all my ninety five percent of my guy friends are straight. How really? many of them watch that kind of? Oh yeah, a lot of straight guys watch trans female. A lot porn of people love Bailey J. Yeah. Well, do you think it's because just guys are obsessed with their own dicks, so they like seeing a dick? Or I think guys are obsessed with dicks because they have their own dick. Yeah. Um, I think because men are disgusting. Yeah. They're fucking pigs. <laughs> but women can be pigs. I just think uh, we're not encouraged to be pigs, and that makes me sad a little. You know, maybe, but it's like such a natural instinct. Like uh, we always talk about sex. Yeah. Always talk about, but so do sex. I. Like I, me and my oh, girlfriends are always I, talking you about. You guys fucking. are anomalies, though. But I, I, don't, I actually don't know what girls talk about all the time. I don't. So I, I don't, don't talk. To, I, you talk about sex a lot more than yeah. I do. I, don't, I talk to all my. Friends I don't about find sex. it as interesting anymore. Uh, but yeah, because I'm it like, because what you're not having do? good sex, or no, like, it's not at all. I like. I just think for me, like talking kills it. So I do have good sex, but I don't like to talk about. It. I don't like talking about a lot of stuff. Like, like even when I was like. For an answer, like when I was in film school, I didn't watch a movie for four years because I was so tired of talking about it. And like, so it ruined the act for me. I don't mm. like it. Like, the, I, I'm kind of like old, like this like like new thing where we all get together and like drink drinks and talk about sex and like fuck each other's spouses. Like, not for me. So well, you're more like, you're, not you're, for you're, me. You're, you're like an, an eyes wide shut type of girl. Yes, yeah. I love eyes wide shut. That yeah. is a good way to describe it. I love her. eyes wide shut. Yeah, I don't like, I'm not, I'm very private, which is, this, that's why this is a nightmare. But. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's nice to just meet a dude in the bathroom and end up in a stall fucking him. I, I, I agree. I agree. Well, I, yeah, see, but I think from a woman's perspective, the, the odds of that working out well are so low, but like I have a fuck buddy now. I'm like one day I just want you to come over 
and you're gonna walk into my I'll buzz you in the door will be unlocked I just want you to fuck me and then leave and we don't say a word to each other yeah I've done like, that more than once That's I not, feel like you have not. have you gone to sex clubs and then you just fucking spit on them and tell them they're a whore and you walk out yeah uh, <laughs> see that's more my style that's fun that's what we're talking air about air pound yeah <laughs> um, have I been to sex clubs yes I have been to sex clubs good ones not in a very long time. Sex clubs used to be a thing in New York. They're not really anymore because all the applications. I'm, I'm not on the applications. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, it's, I think for me, I'm not good at a buffet. I'll over, oh. I'll overeat and I'll mm. keep going back to the uh, service counter. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I might lose a leg. So it's my, my options are limited. Yeah. And I'll um, just walk up to you on the street and be like, hey. How often do you walk up to people on the street? Well, that's what happened on Sunday and I ended up in wow. my date last night. That was the ballet and the Jean-Georges? Yeah. You found him on the street? You spent a lot of money Shit. on a stranger. Wow, look at you. Well, you're doing well. Uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to complain. I'm doing all right. I, I followed him on Instagram and I messaged with him like a long time ago. Oh, oh my like, God. Like back and forth. And I'm like, I'm trying to be cute and get a date with you. Like what the fuck? And then he never <laughs> responded. And then I saw him in fucking Dwayne Reed ad. Ah, he's getting like, starts. he's yeah, where all romance starts. <laughs> I'm, he's buying airborne gummies, vitamins, and I'm buying Metamucil. Aww. And I saw him there and he was cute. <laughs> You're all you sick. You both had yeah. an illness. Yeah. That's and cute. he's like, he wanted it. So I'm like, you know, you want this dick. Did you say that to him? I, at one point in time when I, cause I walked him home from there and I was like, listen, I'm going to take you to dinner one night and then I'm going to fuck you and you're going to like it. Have you ever had that type of confidence, uh, like a line stemming from that type of confidence of like, yay, we're going to do this or go awry. In what way? Like the, where the person was, was like, like oh, no, 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 no. What? Like just totally on a different page. I, I know how to play my cards right. Okay, I, can, I, was I read say, people very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, and that's part of your job too is reading people. I read people very yeah. well because there's some other ones that I would would love to do that and say that too, but I have you to knew. baby steps. Ah, okay. You patience, steps. patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and have you ever watched? Because you're broke. I feel like uh, the luxury real estate industry in New York is is a very sexy industry. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of sexy people in it. Mm-hmm. And then I recently found this trend of real estate porn. What the fuck? Oh, like where they're like real estate agents. Let me show you this house and my tits. Yeah, (laughs) and my pussy. Look inside. The fireplace is so warm downstairs. (laughs) And okay, so you don't, you've never watched it. I've always wondered if people in the real estate profession who are like hot watch real estate porn or have had as a result of that category being so popular are in the midst of a showing and then you look around, the guy's dicks out. No comment, huh? I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> what you're asking. Well, me. obviously, like, have you ever had somebody hit on you when you were like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Mm, not really. And I'd, I'd have to really think. I, people don't hit on me. I what? never, I never you're get You're intimidating. Up. No I one ever I just asked me. you for a three-way, like, on the podcast. I don't know. That yeah, but out. I mean, fine. like, would you randomly walk up to the street and walk well, on the yeah, street that's and be true. like, hey. Because I don't, I wouldn't know that you're, like, a teddy bear and a nice guy. Yeah, and funny. And mo- even, like, most, like, dudes don't know that I would fuck a dude. So oh, they I guess they, yeah. Do people, so don't. do people assume you're straight ever? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I was like, do you get a lot of women coming up to you and hitting on you? On you? Um, no, but they're cute and they try to flirt with me. And yeah. I'm an asshole, so I flirt back. Oh, okay. Is that a, yeah, but you would you don't you're not disgusted by pussy. So well, here's I don't the think thing. Here's move. the thing, I, and I'm going this for this statement. I'm actually going to um, censor myself. But if it weren't for a pussy, you wouldn't be here sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. 
So you let's have a respect be very, for the vagina. Let's be very clear about it. The ooh statement, get over it and yeah. respect it. You don't have to like it, but respect it. Yeah. If it weren't for that, you wouldn't be chasing fucking cock around. That's... I mean, I wish more people had that. But like, if a hot, look. if like a hot woman came up to you and hit on you and wanted to sleep with you now in your life, would you be into that? Or at this point, where I am mentally, yeah. emotionally, psychologically, whore. physically, yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just because it would like be fun, and I've been. I mean, for this, this last six months, I've been having crate, crate, uh, crazy heterosexual. Really? Dreams. Oh, the dreams, the dreams. Like I thought you were going to say cravings. Like, I've been having some pussy cravings. Uh, uh, a heterosexual craving. I'm, 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 I've been craving that pussy. <laughs> say it like that, Get Daddy. over here, young lady. <laughs> God, that's terrifying. <laughs> what other adventurous things have you done? Because I just feel like your resume is stacked with... Cra- like, what other activities do you do or have you done that are... Like, I would say putting your arm up to the elbow up an asshole that's like fucking fascinating and amazing what else what else you got on your repertoire um whips and chains are fun some what do you do i've kind of gotten into like a little bit of bondage stuff. bondage how what yeah. what tools do you use like um uh cords uh like you know ropes oh ropes um like special gags. ropes you can get at like a sex store yeah okay yeah, ball yeah, yeah, gags yeah. like cuffs like handcuffs yeah. things like that okay because it's it's interesting you when you're young you think it's like get to the finish line bang 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 i don't want to know your name all i want bang 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 yeah um when you become an adult it's like it's kind of a it's a it's a process i have that same photo over my bed by the way but in color you do yeah. oh i didn't know he made it in color yeah i, I have secret it in color. toys secret life i love him. Got Marcos. Me that for christmas really yeah i have mm-hmm. that same thing over my bed Everybody always comments on it. Um, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> my mom, my mom saw it and she was like, "What does that mean?" Well, I like, just don't they don't, Barbie likes boxhead. Who cares? So, um, you know, like leather masks and things oh. like that, and just you, you play with it a little bit more. You don't have to come right away. Sometimes when you That's work up to it over it. hours, it's like really hot, really sexy. What's the longest amount you've got? Like, how long has sex lasted for you? Like, what's your record? My record of times coming in 24 hours. Or just like one session, session, meaning one, you had sex with somebody for 12 hours or something. Probably about five or six mm. because he had to go to work and then came back. But that was, it was, <laughs> so it was interrupted crazy, by responsibility. Crazy, crazy sexual experience. Wow. I think I came like 11 or 12 times that day. <laughs> you can come that many times in one day? I normally can get get back up within five to ten minutes afterwards really wow Wow. by the time i get around the like four or five plus it's only like damn no wonder you're walking around horny good god if i had that much jizz in me i'd be like so bad i have in the trees i have to jerk off every morning if not i can't concentrate wow wow and do you watch porn when you jerk off obviously you're saying you watch it's it's annoying though it's annoying it's like it's distracting it's fucking annoying porn being this horny you have to have a good time management if you have time to jack off to porn before you leave for work in the morning. I do that. Well, how long does it take you when you jerk off in the morning? Um, I like to give it a good like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, but you don't have a crazy. job that you have to get to. What is well, that? Well, I, I get up early. Well, I, I mean, when I see you know, I was when like, I've had a nine to fiver, like a job. You would get up in the morning and masturbate before work? at six, But I can do it in five minutes. Yeah, but I just know Christina in the morning and I was like, oh, I just terrible. can't see this happen. Well, it's, it's me trying to make my mornings better. Okay. So when she's a real raving lunatic psycho at work, and maybe no, she no. didn't. Well, I, you know, oh, it's yeah, funny. Maybe. I can go along. I can go a long time without masturbating. It's very difficult though to go a long time without sex because then I get. That's when I get agitated, which is Late, interesting. Lately, I've been going for me a long time without sex. Like, what's that three I've days? Gone, 
<laughs> no, I actually up until like this past week, it was almost two months. Wow. Oh wow, that is more than I expected. It's because I some you know sometimes I'm just like I know I'm real you. <laughs> You're gonna have a blast, but I'm not gonna enjoy this. Right, and you don't want to so put yourself I don't, in that scenario. I don't want to have that kind of sex anymore. I don't. I'm worth more than depressing. that. It's depressing. It's fucking depressing. Yeah. When you, you leave know? and you're like, God damn it, he got all out of this, and I was just there. It's yeah. just you gotta. It's just like. Meh, meh. Yeah, you gotta respect yourself. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> totally. So wait, when you fucked this guy, was that the first time in two months that you had had sex? Um, no, there was somebody before him. Okay. A few days, well. About a week ago, and then yesterday, last night, and this morning. I have a question. Mm. What is the difference for you? You've you've had sex with women, right? Yeah. The difference between fucking a vagina and a butthole. Not much, really. Because hmm. I feel like you have to be a lot more gentle when it's the butthole, but that's probably for more experienced. Yeah, and when you're with somebody who's more experienced, there's not much of a difference because really? they relax. And they can get railed too. It's more of a the the physical body is harder on a man, obviously. Yeah. Than a woman. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Wow. And I just I like somebody that I can take out a little aggression on, you know, uh, without hurting them. Right. 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 Oof. Yeah. Just thinking of that, my butthole. Oh. Uh. Uh. Nope. I don't know if I'll ever do anal again. <laughs> I scared you away from anal. No. It's just no, not you, but uh, just the last experience I had with it. I'm like, ah, I just can't get to the. I just there's another hole just like right there and it just feels so much better so just put it in that one you know what well, I mean listen if it feels better put it in that one yeah well I might not I don't know I, I can never tell <laughs> have you ever tried both oh uh, DP yeah no but I was talking to the, my fuck buddy about that and I was like you know if I got to the point where I could comfortably have anal but comfortably not meaning necessarily that I there's no pain on my part because mm. I don't that doesn't bother me that much but uh, like you can pound my butt mm -hmm. then i would do it would you do like because i like a, i like have double penetration up? no absolutely not i like getting i think the idea of getting filled up is very hot would you do like a whole group of dudes like oh five hell dudes? yeah that's like one of my fantasies i, th I think that is the I hottest wanna... thing i love to see like two really fucking hot dudes fuck yeah. a chick together or yeah like a big fucking rock hard cocks and they're like they're all gently grazing each other yeah but i'm not gay dude, yeah so don't, don't, don't touch me dude. Dicks won't but they're like you know like balls to balls yeah that's so hot yeah yeah that's so the part that. that i can't get into I'm so fucking into that but the gay, i the gay part the gay, <laughs> the gay i don't part, want like, i was like just no. fuck each other why, <laughs> why am i here i would love in a in a world we've interviewed a guy who's like a sex <clears throat> educator and he lives at a sex house in brooklyn right. uh and he said for his one friend his one friend, his girlfriend's birthday, they arranged a gangbang and they had a casting for it. And, um, mm -hmm. and they all, but they're, they're that, that community of people. They're all, they're very sex positive. They all say, this is when I was last tested. And these are the, you know, they, they have that discussion up front and then mm -hmm. they kind of don't lose the excitement for the actual act. Mm -hmm. And then they staged a gangbang. I'm like, that is so heaven for me. Casting so is cool. I like that casting aspect. Yeah. I do so, like a so casting hot. couch porn videos too. How did she submit this request for a gangbang? She just told her boyfriend. Her boyfriend went to this guy that we had interviewed, right. and then because they live in a sex house, mm -hmm. they that's mm -hmm. literally what it is. They had access to people. That's really hot. Yeah, I'm totally into that. Yeah, and I feel like getting like guys. You should live up. in a sex house. That seems like a place yeah, you, for you. You would flourish. Really, sounds sounds really like I would be very distracted all the time. Oh, okay, even more. So, so. you know yourself best. You know that you need I, to get work done. It's like. 
I go out and I have drinks, two drinks are my limit because I'm a lightweight and mm-hmm. I don't want to feel You're like You're a crap. lightweight. Wow, I'm such a I fucking never lightweight. Guess. It's hilarious. I'm a very cheap date. Um, <laughs> and any more than two drinks, my dick doesn't function properly. Really? Uh, yeah. So I like I know my limits on everything. Like it's another reason why I won't go on apps because mm. I just you'll be dist- distracted all day long. Yeah. They, nice. they get a little addicting. Yeah. Have you ever gone out with somebody or been in a relationship with somebody who was uh, less successful? Yes. And did that play a role in the relationship? How did you feel about that? Earlier or when I was younger, um, it did because I felt as if I had the upper hand. Mm. Um, it changed later on where they felt insecure or inadequate over a longer period of time. It doesn't matter to me. Um, upper hand, what do you mean by that? Like, yeah, I thought had, I had more control. Yeah, because so, if you were going to go somewhere, obviously you would have to pay for it. Yeah, So, yeah. Uh, but, but even more control in saying, you know, what happens in the relationship. But I've gotten over that. I've gotten over that ego issue that I've had. And, you know, equality in a relationship is equality in a relationship. And a paycheck doesn't mean a fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and if you're playing that card, you're a piece of shit asshole and you need to get some help. Yeah. So I don't have those personally have those issues. I just want to be with somebody who I just uh, fucking when I'm like, oh, my God, I get to see you. Yeah. I'm going home and I am so excited to see you and then just rip each other's clothes off. Fuck like monsters, eat and then cuddle on the couch. (laughs) That sounds nice. And if you could like find me a straight dude with a huge fucking huge ass. Huge ass. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. My my straight buddies fuck me up because we have the most amazing fun relationship. We do the coolest shit. Like what? But we don't fuck. Like just like we hang out. We go work out together. We just laugh and we just do shit. And there's no fucking pretense. Right. It's one of the issues that I have with gay dudes. There's just drama. Oh, really? And I can't, I can't, I can't do drama. Do they get clingy with you? Well, it's not even getting clingy. I'm okay with clingy, but just, there's just this, this added layer of just stuff. Well, because they're gay and they want to fuck you. With the straight yeah. guys, they don't want to fuck you, I, I know, so they say. I know. So, so then there's not that layer. I'm working on a couple of them. I've got them real close. <laughs> just like, just let me eat your ass just once. Just do once. you think they would ever let you? I, there's a couple of them who I think if I got them in the right situation, yeah. Oh I, I can God. be very, by the way, patience yet persistence. Yeah. You win in the end. That's how Jerry yeah. got in the Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't because of her looks and talent is what no, you're No, no, no. She just kept bothering them. There was, <laughs> there was another Wait, Michelle redhead. who was supposed to be the Spice Girl what? in the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Shit. Jerry's not that. an original. She was just like, what? hey guys, I'm still here. I'm still pretty available what? if you have an opening or Maybe that's why anything. she's secretly my favorite. Yeah, and then she, and then she came along and was like the star of the whole show. So tell me what you want, what you really want. Yes, exactly. And she was like, please just let me into the Spice Girls. I'm tired of cleaning houses. paid off. That's what she was doing. she cleaned houses? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She got that Latino blood. She's like, I'm going to clean your house. Girls got to do what a girl's got to do. Oh, I cleaned houses with my mom when I was in middle school and high school. We would go up to rich people's houses and just scrub their toilets. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be something someday. And you are something. So fucking kudos to you. I scrub toilets too. There's worse things to do than clean a house. That's right. You could have you could have to clean that toilet with your tongue, which, by the way, I've had a few of them who really like that. Wait, okay. Uh, what? Well, I was gonna uh, close, but no, we're not. Uh, what? I've just had very many public restroom encounters. Where they lick the toilet? Oh, that's so uh, that's not. You're gonna get sick. Oh well, I'm not gonna touch you or let you touch me if you do shit like that. But if you want me to piss on you while I'm standing in front of a fucking urinal and you're there with I mean, your I'm mouth open, anyway. and you're gonna lick it off my fucking boots. I'm down with that. Oh, okay. Okay. See what you're now. I how do you there. How do you ask a stranger to do that? Well, it's like I said. It's all about the look. If yeah. I'm standing there and you're looking at my fucking cock, I might wrap my hands around the back of your neck, 
and shoving my dick while I'm pissing and pissing your mouth. Wow. That Again, is straight a, guys, don't listen. Straight guys, listen. Straight don't guys, get any, never don't do get that. any ideas. This is uh, this is a talk about reading a room well. Poor mm. game. Pissing in the mouth. Mm. You so if a guy's eyeing your cock while you're pissing, that to you, based off of obviously every situation is different, but like, and you piss in the mouth. That's a confident it, move. It 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 depends. It all depends. I mean, I had one. What if they're like, I'm just looking for my contact lens. <laughs> No, I can't see it. I'm or what if they wanted to suck your dick after you were done peeing? That's the one That's, I wouldn't be able to get. I, I, I had, I had, I had one of those recently when I was in L.A. Actually, um, this this dude fucking he walked in and I was like in the bathroom. We, yeah, we're actually still talking right now, and I'm pissing and we're in this fancy restaurant, but there's mirrors right in front of the urinal, so you can see each other's dicks. Okay, he comes and I just finished pissing. He was looking, started looking at my dick, and I was like, he's looking at my dick. I was looking over at his, and then we like started jerking off. And then I look. Oh, that's us, fun. An open that's stall like synchronized swimming. One hundred percent. I'm like, so I went into the stall, fucking sucked each other off, and I fucked the shit out of them. Was it the handicap stall? Um, it, no, but it was a very nice, large, luxurious. Okay, and there were sick. mirrors all all around on the ceiling. It's like did, they wanted you to fuck in there. I, did yeah, anybody else totally. come in the bathroom while you were no, sucking? No, well, that's okay. And he was, and he was such a fucking dude. Like he's got like the scar on his face. And he's yeah, just like a Ooh, rough dude. He's with been in prison. Yeah, oh. he's got a teardrop. Oh god, he's such a fucking dude. Wow, I love fucking dudes. Wow. <laughs> Me too. It's yeah, fun. Right? It's something really we fun. all have in common. Right? Cocks are great. Fucking shit. Like I love fucking me a hot fucking hot dudes. Dude. Yeah. It make like chasing dick is like the one of the best feelings. Really? Oh my god. Yeah. It's so great. It's so great. It yeah. makes the world go round and it's, you know, sometimes it's the anger to your sanity. Yeah. Um or insanity. I don't know. Uh <laughs> I've been on both sides of that fence. You've been Sanity and insanity. Uh, the, dick make the, you go oh, insane. Yeah. Dickmatized. I hate that. I hate being dick. Yeah, but if you problem don't like is, dick, problem is it's not the dickmatized; it's the assmatized. You're assmatized. There are three top three t- three asses I've had in my life that are just so fucking unforgettable. That are in your spank bank to this day that I'm like, wow. What was so unbelievable about just, that they ass? They were so big and muscular and manly and just wow. fat. Just mm. wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's horny? Probably a lot of people, am, to be honest. I, I hope I hope I could do that for people. Oh, people are definitely horny. Oh, people are going to write us and be like, oh I'm God. so horny. Uh, thank you so much. I love you guys so I much. I love you. I'm this so happy. Very, very I always, entertaining. I always knew you had a lot of good stories in your vault, but I did not know I would be educated on anal fisting, oh. and it's really made my day better. Thank you for letting me be me. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you let me be myself. Uh, and yes, this has uh, been Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Lately I've been afraid of everything Cause everything's been weighing me down You make me feel like I am everything But everything that makes me smile Yeah, when I was 21 everything was lovely now I'm 25 and I'm everything that I wasn't I don't know what that means, but I know what it doesn't It doesn't mean that I'm supposed to forget where I come from My pocket's full of nothing, I'm conscious of my budget My thoughts are full of substance and I was often disgruntled I tried not to get bitter, had my mind altered a little You think you're a burden on me, you got to be killing Thank you 
so much for listening to today's episode of Guys We Fuck. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes, no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF and use the code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for the show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.